Hello, New York sports fans. Here with another episode of the Jersey Turnpike Boys. I'm Zach DiGiaro, here along with my co-host, Nick Markwell. Nick, how you doing today? What's up, guys? Back uh, ready for some second half MLB. Well, I don't know if I'm ready, but yeah. Can't be too much worse for you. What? Can't be too much worse as a Yankee fan. Rough start to the season for the Yankees. No, life can't get worse right now. Are you expecting any big moves before the trade deadline? Uh, I think these next about 10 games will give us a better answer on that, but we'll get more into that and more of the more recent news I'm looking at in regards to that to put that into more question. But I think you should be happy, Zach. Uh, first place team, a home run derby champion? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, first place, had the Midsummer Classic. Definitely uh, definitely a good sign for good, good things to come. I'm hopefully uh, – Hopefully the Mets, if they do make a move move before the trade deadline, make a good move. They don't give away too many. They don't give a. They don't trade too much of their assets and make a smart move because the Mets have made some poor decisions before. But let's hope they can keep it going in the second half of the season. I think they can. They're not even fully healthy yet, so when they get everyone back, when they get, uh, they they should be going. So if they, especially if Lindor can stay a little hot too. Uh, I think sign of good things to come for the Mets. What do you think the Mets biggest move at the trade deadline should be? That's a good question. It's going to maybe strengthening up their bullpen, but their bullpen's not bad. I think. Do you think you need a closer? Because what's his face? I watched the game. Yes. No. Sunday against the Pirates, and no, 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 no. Diaz has been good. Sugar's been pretty good this year. He's not the issue. We've had some hiccups with starting pitching, but I know Carrasco's making a rehab start in Brooklyn, so maybe he'll be back relatively soon. I'm still holding my breath on him. Uh, Syndergaard looks like it's going to be a while. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah, you find that. Luke, Lucchese going down has definitely definitely hurt us, but Walker's been great for yeah. us. Stroman's been great for us, and Degrom's been great for us. So, yeah. and if Peterson can play well, like starting pitching's fine. The bullpen, I mean, we got some good relievers in there. We Castro, May, Loop, Familia's hit or miss. You know. Uh, yeah. My concern with the Mets is, though, is I think there's a good chance they make the playoffs and win the division, but what do they do when we when they get to the playoffs? That's what the question to me is, because right now I don't think they're in that good of a division. They are looking at the standings. The Phillies are the only other 500 team in the division, and they're only 500 exactly. How do you think the Mets are going to fare against better teams when they get into the division? You know, they'll play teams like Milwaukee. They'll play teams like San Diego. They'll play teams like San Francisco. Those are all really good teams. I'm just curious to see how the Mets they haven't can struggled against good teams there. this year. They Mets can compete with Mets are a talented team. They can compete with any team, in my opinion. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. The NL East has had a lot of injuries. So but there are a lot of talented teams within the NL East. 
you, you're telling me that the Nationals aren't a talented team. You're telling me the Phillies aren't a talented team. You're telling me the Braves the Phillies, aren't a talented team. So the I think Phillies they have talent. And they can make a run. Achieving teams right now, but that's yeah. saying something. Yeah, but then you also got the Marlins too, which I'm not like. Well, the Marlins were a playoff team guy. last year. Yeah, but they're 11 games under 500 this year. That's and the Braves are a game team. under 500, and the Nationals are five games under 500, and the Phillies are 500. I don't know. I don't know. I just am curious to see if the Mets will be prepared for a playoff run if they're still winning the division by September. If the Mets can hit, we've had a lot of games where they haven't been hitting well. It's a lot of low-scoring games. So if they can, if their bats can get going, I definitely think they can make a run. I mean, Dom Smith's leading the team in batting average at 252. Maybe the Mets need Mets a... aren't in home runs either. I mean, Pete only has 17. Uh, but we all know what he's capable of. The whole world saw what Pete Alonso is capable of. That I'll... he's the best power hitter in the game. Uh, uh, I don't know about that one. Then who's better? Who's a better... Maybe Vlad Guerrero. Vlad, I think, is... I think he has you some see, his, home run, his home run in the uh, All-Star game was insane. That man is. I'm gonna be biased and say Judge as well, but yeah, that's my opinion. Judge is def- Judge is a powerful bat. Even Stanton, when he's healthy, he can drive. When he's the ball. healthy, he can he can really hammer the baseball. He can hit a ball. He can yeah. hit. It. It's like dangerous to be on the field when Stanton's up if he hits it. Yeah, he's got some um, pop. Yeah, but I guess the one good thing you guys do have is that. DeGrom's on the mound, and he'll give you elite performances Similar in big Walker. games. But those bats need to get going. That's the biggest thing is the bats need to get going. Because if you can't hit in the regular season, it's going to be even harder to hit in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm concerned about the bats. We've had we've had some bad stretches hitting. But I think they but, have a solid lineup. And obviously there's some hitters in that lineup who haven't even gotten going. Like Michael Conforto. He's in in two oh two right now. It just he's got to pick it up, especially if he wants that big contract. Jeff McNeil's been out for a while. If he gets going, he can be another big bat for the Mets. So we'll see. Mets maybe need a trade for another bat in the lineup. Maybe that's what they need. Some short term. I don't know who if, will be available if, to trade that line. If they can get a good trade, I don't want them to give up too big of assets. Uh, but they have a lot of depth too. They have so much depth. Yeah, like, but that JD Davis has been JD Davis is out for a while, and you know I feel like I don't even miss JD Davis because Jonathan VR has been playing so well. Um, even Peraz is coming off the bench. You know he's only hitting two ten. He's had some timely hits for that team, and if Nimmo can stay healthy, he he swings a great bat. Uh, even Giorme, like coming off the bench, he's a solid infielder too. So I think they definitely can make a run. You gotta believe, right? I, I have faith. I don't LFGM. LFGM. Let's go, Mets. Now, I'll eat my own words here because anyone that follows us oh on social boy. media may have seen our Instagram polls the other oh day, boy. and I did not think Alonzo had any chance of winning this one. Polar bear. The polar I didn't bear. think he deserved it. I'll put this Crushing up there. It. This year, he actually deserved to win the home run derby. 2019 was a joke. He didn't deserve to win that one. But I'll give him 
I'll leave my words. Alonzo earned this one, and I was wrong. Are you more, thought, more impressed with Alonzo or more disappointed in Otani that he didn't – or you thought he – you would expect Well, when Alonzo hit 35 in the first round, I was like, holy crap. Like, that's – yeah, but when Otani lost to Soto, were you more surprised about that or Pete Alonso hitting 35? Pete Alonso hitting 35 because he didn't go anywhere near that number in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I think that's more the surprise there is that Pete did really overshoot. Otani was obviously a disappointment too, but Pete Alonso put up numbers. I didn't think he'd get anywhere near in the home run derby. I don't think anyone thought that he would, he would put no. up those kind of numbers. But I actually was kind of happy with this home runder where I guess where do you think the best guy actually did win? Because I think, again, 2019, it should have been Vlad winning. And with how these rounds work, guys hit a lot of home runs in the early rounds and don't end up winning the whole thing because they don't have the stamina. You would know that with David Wright of however long ago that was when he was in the home run derby. Um, What's his face? Uh... Josh Hamilton, 2008, at Yankee Stadium. So, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm happy for Pete. Uh, good, good win for the Mets, too. Is that the first time you've won back-to-back championships and something in a while? Oh, jeez. It's been a while for the Yankees since they won uh, anything. 2009? That's a, that's a decent amount of time. That's not 1986. Well, <laughs> look at your guys' rotation right now. So, and you guys have uh, Yankees Red Sox just got canceled. If I'm correct, Yankees Red protocols. Sox did just get canceled. Um, now, I was going to talk about on this how these next ten games are going to be huge for the Yankees and really determining where they're going to go. But, um. I don't even know what games are actually going to be played and who's going to play in them because apparently on the Yankees' COVID protocol list right now is Aaron Judge, Kyle Agashioka, and Gio Urshela. And Yikes. on top of that, the other concern is that Aaron Judge was at the All-Star game and we don't know who he may have infected at the All-Star game. And... Alex Cora also brought up, which really also puts this four-game series that was supposed to start tonight and the four-game series that's supposed to start next week in jeopardy because five of the Red Sox All-Stars, Xander Bogarts, Rafael Devers, J.D. Martinez, Nathan Evaldi, and Matt Barnes are all not vaccinated. So Judge was around them at the All-Star game and infected them. That's even more concerned. Judge at least had the... Um, J&J vaccine, I believe, because I know a lot of the Yankee players got that. So, Judge won't be, hopefully won't be out long with it. But, you know, I don't know how this really messes up the series now with a lot of the Red Sox getting out there. Probably a bunch of Yankees now getting infected as well. I believe Nestor Cortez is also on that list um, for COVID-19. So, there's a lot of question about what's going to happen and how these next 10 games are going to work now, but if you're the Yankees, you don't want this right now because these are 10 huge games. You're seven back of the Red Sox and you're about to play them eight straight times, and then you're also going to go for a series in Tampa Bay after that, so there's a lot 
of big games ahead of them, and now they have this COVID outbreak, and it also is going to affect the competition, too. I don't know how many yeah. it's people across the American League are going to be affected by this. It's unfortunate just when you think we've passed it all and the pandemic's coming to an end, you know, you get something like this that brings in a just... delay in professional sports. And, yeah, it, it it's, it's unfortunate. I mean, you just got to deal with it at this point, hopefully. Yeah. They get back to baseball soon, but yeah, it's unfortunate that they're gonna have to stop play. Yeah, I don't know what's gonna happen with them. They're they're probably still gonna continue because it's only been Judge, the backup catcher Higashioka, and Gio Urshela. So it's not like the Yankees couldn't go out there and play tomorrow night. It just would suck not to have Judge in that lineup and Gio in that lineup. But yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, also, hopefully, hopefully the, the question is more ball. about going to be more about the Red Sox and how many Red Sox players got effect, infected from the All Star game because the Yankees are all vaccinated, so there's probably a lot of either unlikely positives as a result or not contagious. Uh, well, not not contagious. A lot of like very not affected, um, um, like uh, infections that they are. Some players are infected, yeah. but. Definitely frustrating. Definitely very frustrated with the Yankees in general. Um, you know, did not think they'd only be three games over 500 at this point in the season. Is it three? The tough thing about again? the Yankees, too, is their division. The division have, is very deep. You have to pass three teams. Not only are you chasing the Red Sox, you got to outplay both uh, the Blue Jays and the Rays, so the Yankees have a tough run ahead of them. I'm not as concerned about the Blue Jays. I don't think the Blue Jays are that great of a team. The uh, Rays are hitting. someone that gives the Yankees a lot of headaches, but not the. I don't really not that concerned about the Blue Jays that much. How how many games back are the Yankees of the Blue Jays? Half a game, technically, because the Yankees right, are 46 so right and 43. The Blue Jays are 42 and 43. I want to say. It's just because there's one less game the Blue Jays have played. That's the reason why the Blue Jays are ahead right now. So I think the Yankees are going to get past them. It's just Tampa. They haven't been in the Red Sox once this year, which is very frustrating. Tampa is someone that gives the Yankees a lot of headaches as well. So, you know, going to play eight games against the Red Sox out of the next ten, then you're going to play another series against Tampa Bay. You need to win those games, and they need to find consistency in their lineup, you know. Well, Mayhew's starting to pick it up a lot more from how he was at the beginning of the year. Um, Judge has been good all year, so I'm not concerned about that. Um, you know, Gleyber Torres, I want to see more of from him. He's been a real disappointment this year. Um, Gary Sanchez, we thought, was coming back to life. Kind of started to go a little bit more into something. They just need more consistency out of him and him to play to his potential every day. The outfield's been the real the out, struggle yeah, this year. Been atrocious. You're throwing Those a 40 year old Brett Gardner out there every day, which is. I mean, and Hicks is hitting below 200. Um, and he's hitting below 200. Um, Clint Frazier's been a complete disappointment. I thought he'd be a lot better than what he is. He's batting in the low 200s. Um, and Duhar's been decent coming out there every day, but it's, we can't find a center fielder in a left field that we can trust every day, which is yeah, it's what the like problem is. And then, Stanton really in the field, too. He's pretty much just DA. And that's the other problem is, too, you can maybe be flexible with the lineup of maybe trying to get Andrew Hart's bat in there every day in the DH, but 
stands so much of a liability in the field of him yeah. doing anything other than swinging a bat that, like, even swinging I'm a bat, you're worried when, about him. I'm scared when he runs. Like, if there's a if he hits a double and he's running down to second base, I'm scared he's gonna get hurt. That's how fragile I look at John Carlos Stan now at this point. Like how, not that he's a waste of space, but like, wow, he's such a liability that like. He's such a—he's he, not helping he the team. Scared. He's all they can do is put him in at DH, and he's still scared that he's gonna get hurt. You guys still have a scary line. The Yankees still have a very scary lineup. There's so like, many guys look, that just—there's so many guys that could that that are dangerous in that lineup, though. When you look at DJ LeMahieu, like a guy who should be hitting 320, 330. Aaron Judge, someone who can go deep on you at any given time. Same with Stanton. Marcella, a guy who can definitely like put up a pretty high average. So yeah. they're definitely I haven't been that disappointed with Urshela as much. The, I mean, yeah, probably he, the he hasn't had a bad guys, season. I'll say. I'll say what's hurt the Yankees has been center field and left field because Aaron Hicks got hurt, so we've got to throw Gardner out there every day, which has not been good. Well, and left field being out too. And Luke Voigt's been out for a while, so they had no production for first base for the longest time. Um, you had to throw Odor out there, which really wasn't much. Cliff Frazier has been a disappointment, and Duhar just needs to be in there more consistently, but it's hard to kind of get one of those two bats. You're trying to find one of them to do something, but that's been a struggle. So, you know, there's a lot with the Yankees that are problems, and you know, just consistency and getting some guys to uh, pick up a little bit more is the most important thing. And, you know, I think Labor Torres and Gary Sanchez could be the big reasons why if they either improve and make a playoff run or if they don't uh, make the playoffs and, like, the season doesn't end in the way it does, I think it can be because of Labor and Gary not performing. But, you know, I don't. And who would have thought the Red think, Sox would be this good at the beginning of the season? I, they I did really not expect exceeded that. expectations. I was not expecting they 100% them. They 100% I mean, Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers are hitting off the charts right now. Those, the overall team are, is playing really good for them. And, uh, yeah, those are, those are two you know, really they've, good bats. Yankees have had their problems against them, too. They haven't won a game against the Red Sox this year yet. I mean, Six games, they've been twice. They're, like, they're about 20 games over 500 right now, right? Uh, just about, and they're about eight games ahead of the Yankees as well. So yeah, you know, there's a lot. Who thought that there's a lot of baseball still to play, but you know, them in there's got to be a lot of changes, a lot of things got to change quickly. Yeah, them in San Francisco have been the two surprises of the season. Yeah, we'll see though how they last in the playoffs because they both rely on they both heavy analytical teams, and from what I've seen. Obviously, from experience, you can look back at the 2001 Oakland Athletics. You can look at a lot of these teams. They can win yeah. regular season games. When you get to the playoffs, it's As, a whole different yeah, animal. Even the Yankees. So far in baseball. What? Analytics can only bring you so far in baseball. Yeah, exactly. And the Yankees are another good example of They live and die off those analytics, and they fall flat in the playoffs every year as a result. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I think the Yankees, if they can't get past Boston, a wild card spot is still definitely a possibility, but you know, the Rays are also on the roadblock on that one, which is going to be tough. Um, yeah, well, I think the Yankees can 
definitely cast Seattle. They took two or three from them right before the series, right before the uh, All-Star break. And Oakland as well. I don't think they played Oakland at all this year, but Oakland's another team they can definitely catch. Well, for the Mets, I feel like they they need to win the division. Oh, the Mets 100% they need, need to win, they the, need division to win the division to get a playoff spot. There are, what's the Mets record? Uh, 47 and 40, I want to say. They would be fourth in the wild card. So the Phillies are actually surprisingly the fourth in the wild card run right now. About six and a half games out of that wild card spot because the NL West is stacked. The Dodgers and the um, Padres would be who play the wild card game for the National League. And that's two really good teams. That's. Think about well, that's this, San Zach. Francisco's leading that division. Yeah, well, think that's about who this. Who would have thought that? Well, would you really think that a team that's twenty-one games over five hundred and a team that's thirteen games over five hundred would both be competing in a wild card game in the playoffs? Because that's yeah. what the wild card game is right now for the National League, which is actually kind of sick. I'm the not West gonna lie. Is, the West is off the charts. The West right is now. stacked. The West I, is stacked. I don't know if they'll be able to keep it. Uh, the Giants might cool off a little bit in the second half of the season. I can definitely see that happening. And then just the bats uh, that the Padres have are going to take off. Yeah, yeah I get to, the Padres are loaded. Yeah, you gotta feel bad for the Diamondbacks and the oh. Rockies. Well, Diamondbacks are forty rough. games under five hundred for the Arizona Diamondbacks and eleven under five hundred for the Rockies. So a lot of fun teams for those three to beat up on. Yeah, Diamondbacks are having a rough go around this year. And same with the Rockies. So. I could definitely see Trevor Story uh, being traded. Maybe he, I could see him going to the Yankees. I've heard discussions about him possibly going to the Yankees. Yankees guess, need an outfielder. They definitely need, they need an outfielder uh, more than they need Trevor Story, yeah. And they, they need pitching. They need, your pitching hasn't been great either outside of Cole. Uh, I mean, Kluber in miss, there. Kluber, He's Kluber's been starts. hurt, so hopefully he can come back. Um, yeah. When, when, is to make a move. when is Kluber uh, expected back? I think the end of August, beginning of September, I'm pretty sure. He's going to be out for a little while, but they're starting to try and figure some stuff out. Like, um, they moved Domingo Herman into the bullpen and put Nestor Cortez in the starting uh, rotation. He's done really well. So far, he's had a very low one ERA. Obviously, it's only been a couple of starts, but that might get some spark going. Tyone had a couple of good starts his last couple outings, which they've needed from him as well. Um, Cole's Cole. He's done really well, um, especially his last start. That was an incredible last start. And then for him. Montgomery just needs a little bit more consistency, but... Oh, no, the rotation's hanging in there. It's not – that was obviously one of the bigger question marks for the Yankees, and so far it's held its own. It's just that the big thing with them is just the Yankees in general is if they fall behind early, it's – there's a lot of trouble for the Yankees from there. That's what the problem is. They can't let up that three, four run first inning because the Yankees are going to really struggle to come back because then they're all going to try and hit home runs, and it doesn't I, end well. I feel that. I mean, if the Mets fall down three, four runs, do you feel like that's the game? Because they've only been scoring a couple of runs a game. 
Siva, you have Degrom, so you don't have to worry about that as much. Yeah, the Degrom will starts, give, yeah. Degrom will give us three, four runs in a span of seven starts. Yeah, he he's one of a, he's the best pitcher in baseball, so. And the best hitter on the Mets too, right? He's still. I think he's still hitting over four hundred right now. It's insane. So yeah, he's been uh, he's been killing at the plate and on the mound. He's just he's just a great athlete. He's just a freak athlete. He's yeah. Well, he's truly uh, he's a generational talent. He's he's incredible. A lot of optimism in New York sports baseball right now. Especially, especially hope of a playoff run for the Yankees. The New York Metropolitans, LFGM, let's go. Let's go Mets. Right, Nick? Let's go Mets. No. No. I can't wait to see you guys in the playoffs. Good, yeah. Oh, you, I, I can't wait. I can't, I'm glad you said can't wait to see you in the playoffs. That means you're expecting the Mets to make the playoffs. So, thank you. I'm also expecting them to get rocked in the playoffs, too. You're telling me you'd be confident... Right now, the Mets would play the Brewers. Would it be the Brewers, or would it be the... Or no, it would probably be the... What are the NL West right now? You're telling me you're confident of the uh, Mets playing whoever wins the NL West in the first round? Or no, it'll be the Brewers. I'm sorry, it will be the Brewers. You're confident Not- that the Mets would beat the Brewers? I wouldn't bet on it, but they definitely can compete with the Brewers. All right, man. See what I, I mean, I could see the Brewers beating the Mets. The Brewers are a good team, but I think the Mets Mets can be competitive with them, yeah. I think the Mets can go toe-to-toe with them in a series easily. All right, man. Whatever you say. I definitely think they could. They have the talent. They, have the, they have the talent. Okay. All right. All right, but uh, I think that's an. I think we're out of time, Nick. Though. I think we're out of time as well. Um, appreciate you guys listening as always. Um, if you're not following us on social media yet, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Jersey Turnpike Voice Podcast. Um, try and maybe do some more things with some polls in there. See what uh, you guys think. Obviously, appreciate all the votes on the Pete Alonzo and Shohei Otani stuff. In the home run derby. The polar bear gets it done. Let's go. Whatever. I'm excited. All right. Excited for the second half of the season. All right, Zach, I'm done talking to you. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys.